You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blustein. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all in private. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And text said, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business. Fucking New Year! Happy fucking New Year from Bizarre oh, Buffet! Oh, and New Happy Year. New Year from the Bride's Beaches. Beaches! Jen Wilson's engaged! Yes, I am! Oh my god, show your ring! Congratulations! Congratulations! We're so happy. We love you both! Thank you! You're welcome! But I wanted to get all three of us Bride's Beaches glasses since all three of us are brides to be we are oh my this, is, this is sorry like this oh. is sarcasm here yes yes, yes. We, we are not yes this is just part of our humor if you've been listening to us you probably realize that by now but yeah. in case you don't we're drinking uh celebratory cocktails yes. out of these cups that say brides beaches since yeah. we're all out of quarantine we are yeah. we're all out of quarantine we're all out of um the covid get down with the covid sickness oh, yeah. God. We, um, yeah what a fucking shit show yeah some of us fucking... may or may not have had covid yeah some yeah, of us may yeah. or may not have had the but, roni yeah we're keeping <laughs> uh, confidentiality hipaa laws hipaa laws that's right we can't violate those wait i can't say it to people that <sighs> i had covid well no you can you, can. you can't out it's other your, people yeah it was me it was we're so horny for us. We're so horny for the Ronin. But just for the record, we did not give it to each other. We did not. We all got it. We did it. It probably would have been much more exciting if we had given it to each other. I did you both to tell you, hey, I'm online to get a COVID test because I'm pretty sure I have it. I know. FYI. I know. And then, so Jen was the first man down, Mark, and then me. You were the first one? I mean, Well, I think I was the first one to know. To know. Yes. Yeah. I think that's about Damn. right. I and it's funny because the week before I had like multiple COVID scares, mm-hmm. and each time I smoked it out and I didn't catch it. Yeah. But the funny thing about this is I feel like the last episode that we did with Brucey Claus, where we talked about how we hate the holidays, like yeah. we kind of all got our wish to not do anything. Not do anything for yeah, the it's true. Dreams do come true, yeah. people. They do. They do. Side note, I mean, COVID is no fucking joke. It's not. It's no joke. We're vaccinated. And and boosted. We are. And I haven't got, well, I was supposed to get boosted this week. Well, I was planning on it. You were planning on it? Okay. And instead I got the ultimate boost of getting COVID. You got a a real boost, all right. But Don't trust the home tests. Go for a PCR, please. And thank you. Get vaccinated for Christ's sake. Get vaccinated for fucking Christ's sake. Yeah, really. You know, people. It hurt yeah. to breathe in. Yeah. And every time I coughed, I wanted to cry. Well, my yeah. low back just hurt a I know. lot. I didn't know that was even a thing. That's now like I'm like, that's new, awful. This new variant. Omicron. 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 Doesn't Omicron sound like a carnival ride? Like the it, Gravitron? Yes. Gravitron. Oh my God. The that, what the worst carnival ride ever. The worst carnival uh, ride in the world. world. You live with COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't you know? Don't I mean, get all horny with that. I mean, we spent New Year's like dying. I was, yeah, me and New Jerry were asleep before <clears throat> fucking midnight. I know, and Jen gets the surprise of a beautiful ring, right? That was on Christmas that Eve. That was on Christmas Eve. But I mean, all the things that just transpired. I mean, God, what a whirlwind. I know. I'm like, this is the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> worst Christmas in the world. And then, and then it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. No, it was uh, great. It was a wonderful surprise. I did not know it was happening. Well, we love it. Wish Jen Wilson at Zen Wilson a congratulations. Aww, thanks, guys. Because she deserves it, and Aww. we love her and Jar Jar. Should we get into little things here? Yeah, let's get into mm, it. Okay, everybody. Well, we've been missing for about a week's time, maybe at this point. I don't know. We're week in or a new two. Year. Yeah. And, um, so, new year, new me. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. yeah. New year, new me. So horny. For know. the resolutions. For the fucking resolutions. Well, speaking of, you could all probably surmise how we feel about New Year's resolutions. Well, I'm just the same foul mouthed oh. fucking bitch. <laughs> Bride's that I Beaches. Was. Bride's Beaches fucking from last year. Yeah. Hell yeah. Live, uh, laugh, love. Right. Live, laugh, love. She believed she could, so she did. <gasps> Dance in the kitchen. Oh, Boss. My Kitchens God. for dancing. Boss bitch. Boss, Boss bitch. And most important. Brides, beaches. Brides, fucking beaches. Always, all days. I hate those fucking boss bitch mugs. Oh, God. I know. They're the worst. I know. Just talk about it anyway for those who maybe know or don't know. Do you guys believe in going to the gym for the new Fuck year? No. Because here's the thing like, these resolutions set people up for fucking failure. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to lose 20 pounds by March. Like, you're setting yourself up for fucking failure. Mm-hmm. Or like, I want to ride my Peloton every day for the entire year. Yeah. You're like, it's like the okay. pressure, like you're putting more pressure on yourself. Yeah. I don't Great. have a Peloton. No, I wish <laughs> I kind of I have the appeal for a Peloton, but I they also take up so much room. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I like did like the Peloton app and I had a bike and just did it. How did you oh, feel about smart. the app? I liked it. Yeah? yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I Give like the shot. idea of it for sure. Yeah. You have to have the space for it though. Yeah. That's difficult because, you know, our other room is podcast, Mark's design studio, our and green Gizmo's room. Gizmo's headquarters. Gizmo's headquarters. Like we have a lot, we have a lot happening. So we do. Peloton may not be in the. It's not in the cards. Yes. No, it's no, not. No. It's not in the architectural uh, yeah. design. Yes. Of our, um, of our modest home. <laughs> So I think like New Year's resolutions are just silly because it's like, why wait till the fucking New Year? Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. If you want to do something, do it. You know? I agree. In regards of New Year's resolutions, I was like, well, I have insurance benefits or like healthcare that I pay for. Yeah, of course. And I, you know how I feel like healthcare is a big scam. Yeah. Mm. Well, we had to listen to Mark on the phone for the last oh, 30 yeah. minutes. You all should have been there. But like part of my resolution, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm paying for these benefits. So I'm going to use them. And I'm trying to get myself a prescription for Propecia. Yes. Sponsor us Propecia. Tell everybody what Propecia is if they don't know. It allegedly prevents hair loss, but like you can't buy it. Like a doctor needs to prescribe it. So I had a virtual appointment, like stand me up tonight. Yeah. And then I had a doctor call me and they won't prescribe me the Propecia. I need to get blood work done. Yeah. Because they don't believe that I'm losing hair. Because I'm so beautiful. You are that's so right. beautiful. That's right. You're glowing. Yeah, beautiful. Glowing. So that's my New Year's resolution to get Propecia. Propecia. And cool sculpting. Oh, yes. Cool sculpting is really cool. Well, I've never tried it. I've heard really good things about it, though. It yeah, Mark's an advocate. Yeah, I've yeah. done it twice. Yeah, it's done it twice. Twice. Okay. And the fat does not go, in, knock on wood, but the fat doesn't go in that area anymore. 
Oh, good. Oh, it, it damaged goes, it your, it damaged it enough. Yeah. I'm gonna oh. have to check it out. I'd rather oh, the I fact some. we should all go together. We should. Maybe I'd rather we'll, a like, gut than hold hands. We can yeah. hold hands. Do do cool. hot girl shit. Hot and girl cool sculpting. Maybe maybe record an episode <laughs> while we're cool sculpting. Yeah, let us that's know awesome. if that's something you'd like to hear. I think that would be great. Maybe we can get a group yeah. on. Yeah. Group on me. Sponsor us, Groupon. Yeah, please. We need we need some please. help. We do. Please, we're, please, please. We're fucking trying out here, okay? What do you feel about, like, dieting fads? Well, I'm trying to lose weight. Yeah. And I had a can of soup mm. for lunch at work. Mm-hmm. And I was very proud of myself. It was just chicken noodle soup. Oh, wow. But okay. then after work... I went to the Dunkin' Donuts mm. and I got a strawberry frosted donut. You gluttonous whore. Oh, so. Sorry. See, but I believe everything in moderation. That is true. So it's like, all right, you have like pizza for lunch, like no Chinese food for dinner. Or like. <laughs> in theory, yes. I abide by a different like, set of rules. It's not happening. You know, <laughs> you know, like have a donut during the day fuck the ice cream at night you know like everything in moderation yeah i just again the fucking added pressure that people put on themselves when it comes to dieting absolutely and jen you gave me a perfect beautiful segue there and i thank you for it she's a professional (laughs) y'all i appreciate it i really do well, I'm really expensive too. So she is. Inquire within Inquire for her pricing. <laughs> DM within. This goes back a very, very long time. It goes back to something called holy anorexia. Do you guys know any? Like, I know you know a little bit. Well, I found the book on your yeah, Jen. I, Je- I outed myself, but then uh, Jen was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I saw the book. It said "Holy Anorexia." I like pulled it up. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and the book looks like a Bible. It does look it like does. a Bible. Like the same format. I yeah. was enjoying scamming, <clears throat> scamming, scamming. Mark was scammed. Well, it is a scam. Scanning through the pictures. Yeah. Yes. And the descriptions were very lovely. Oh, they were. Now. For some of you who may not know what this is exactly, um, I'm going to explain it to you all. Holy anorexia is essentially just another name for anorexia, but in association with saints. Oh. And from early, like, 1400s, 1600s. So we're wow. going to get into it and um, show so you all. So we're going back to the Middle oh, Ages. Oh, we're going fucking Dark so Ages, like bitch. Dark Age, bubonic like, plague. Fucking horny for that. Oh, my God. So we're basically talking about, like, the Karen Carpenters of the well, Catholic community. Exactly. In the Middle Ages. In the Middle Ages. Yes. And in the wonderful book, Holy Anorexia, which a lot of these references are oh pulled from, God. that Jen had the lovely pleasure. I found pleasure. a beautiful picture that is now uh, Mark's picture when he calls me. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I was like, this is beautiful. I'm, we'll post a photo for you all later so you can enjoy what we enjoyed together and we'll do it all at once. And listen, we are not here to make fun of eating disorders. No, no absolutely no, no. not. Just, um, you know, eating disorders. It's just the most bizarre thing that I think that I've seen in a really yeah, long time. and on fucking perfectly put for all of us to discuss because it's very bizarre. So actually, in the book Holy Anorexia by Rudolf M. Bell, it is here. It's our new Bible. If you are watching on YouTube, you can see me holding it up over my head. (laughs) She has risen with Holy Anorexia. So he essentially makes the comparison in the beginning of the book, like 
what does Karen Carpenter and other, you know, basically notable um, or, you know, celebrities who mm-hmm. had eating disorders have in common with these biblical, you know. Like different saints? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm what do really, they have in common? Yeah, I'm really horny well, to know. Oh my God. Well, what they have in common is that it is basically surmised that saints had anorexia nervosa. And okay. the book in itself is basically, you know, consisting of the comparisons as to why these saints had really, I mean, I guess you could say the earliest documented cases of anorexia. Mm-hmm. But how it's posed and how it's used in historical context okay is kind of so like, instead of them saying it's an eating disorder like you're close to jesus you're fasting you're fa- so, yes essentially wait, so it's not being looked at as like a sin it's being looked at as like a way to connect with god yeah they're Ab- saying absolutely but okay. there is controversy within that as well because okay. Even though that was used as, you know, exactly what you just said, a way to connect with God, it was actually frowned down upon mm-hmm. in well, a lot of, of the, the the pictures that I've seen in here look a little sinful. Oh yeah. Yeah. The depictions are very they're peculiar. They they're are. bizarre. They're very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bizarre buffet. Yeah. Holy anorexia is also known as anorexia mirabilis. I hope I pronounce that right. And that's the Latin meaning for the miraculous lack of appetite. Miraculous. Yes. I need that. So this was a phenomenon that occurred among young women during the Middle Ages. So before there was diet pills. Oh, yeah. Karen Carpenter. She didn't exist back then. Someone once told me that I looked like Karen Carpenter, and I wasn't sure if I could should take that as like a compliment or not. I mean, not. she was pretty. She was. But yeah. I was like... I mean, it's like, are you calling me too thin? Like, what, or, are, you, what are you saying? Yeah, exactly. what are you trying Someone to... Someone said I look like her, and I was, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say thank you. <laughs> I would be very confused as I well. Would be, yeah, I would well, be very confused. on a very surface level, she was very pretty. She so was. let's go with compliments. All right, let's go with compliments. Yeah, I'll take it. The holy anorexics were highly regarded as women of almost supernatural piety. And some were even canonized mm. or made into saints for their dedication. Yes. So, yeah, fuck yeah, horny. So, self-starvation was common among religious women as a way to imitate the suffering of Jesus in his torments during the Passion. What's the Passion, Mark? You went to Catholic school. So, the Passion is, it's like the... The crucifixion. The crucifixion story of of Jesus. So, it starts from, like, the Last Supper, Mm -hmm. where his friend Judas betrayed him, to Jesus being arrested, and then him carrying the cross, being crucified... And then him uh, resurrecting from the tomb. Wow. Wow. Thank you. For all of those, you know, we're non-religious, but I mean, Mark knows probably more. He knows more than I. I I, I spent, I was in Catholic school my whole life. I went to Catholic school for a hot second. You definitely know more than I do. And my parents, God bless them. Hi, Pete and Marie. They're very religious. I know. But they're not, my parents are cool religious. They're not like like the mom's. Me to get married by a priest. She doesn't listen to this episode. So sorry, mom, it's not going to happen. Like, just for the record, my parents go to a church for like, Men, they do uh, gay, women can be priests. Women can be priests. They do like gay marriages. Mm-hmm. Bring your you pet. Bring your pet and get blessed. So, like, yeah. Oh yeah, my mom's church too. They're Episcopalian. Yeah. I love it. You know what? If you're gonna be a religious, I feel like those are good ones to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, out of all the options. So it's called the American Catholic Church. Oh, oh shout out! I think that's yeah. Let us hey. know if you want to sponsor this but episode. Also, 
We might not be like the best spokespeople for it because, like, not. we, I hate, no. yeah, I don't know if they I would, hate religion. I don't know if they would appreciate this topic. Probably not. Yeah. So. Well, anorexia mirabilis is primarily characterized by the refusal to eat, resulting in starvation, malnutrition, and oftentimes death. But it differs from anorexia nervosa in that the disease is associated with religion as opposed to personal aesthetics. Okay. Although this behavior was usually not approved by religious authorities as a holy one. So generally they were like, "Mm, we see you. Okay, cool. But like, we don't really think this is the best thing. Some religions where fasting, depending on like the holiday, or the religious, whatever the religious occasion is, fasting is a requirement. So, like, yeah. I know, like, for example, like, with Muslims in Ramadan, they fast, I believe, for, like, an entire month. Yeah, yeah. So At, like, from, like, sun, I think, like, sunrise to, like sun. to sunset, and then you yeah. can eat at sunset. Oh, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't think any loving God would make you and fast and yeah. starve yourself. One of the Jewish holidays, either Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, you're right. One of them. fasting yeah. holiday. But yeah. even with, like, um, I think, like, Catholicism or Christianity or whatever, like, you have a, a period of time called Lent, and yeah. you can't um, have meat on Fridays. No meat on Fridays. I remember, <laughs> like, it's always, like, a fish fish and chips on Friday yeah. or pizza. Yeah. Um, Non-meat stuff. But again, like, speaking about Lent and, like, fasting, like, you're also, like, giving something up. Like, yeah. kind of like a New Year's resolution. Like, mm. you know, I'm not going to eat chocolate for the whole <laughs> month. Yeah. I'm not going to watch TV. Full circle, Jen. New Year's resolution. So there you go. There you go. It comes full circle. So now, documentation exists regarding about two-thirds of the holy women officially regarded by the Roman Catholic Church as saints blesseds and venerables or servants of god and who lived after 1200 a.d showing that more than half of these displayed clear signs of anorexia with extensive and highly reliable documentation being available for about two dozen of them Mm. so now there's documentation that they have that uh, essentially what this is saying that is extensive enough where they can say we know at least had this disorder for sure there are others mentioned Mm -hmm. but i guess for the sake of accuracy or historical accuracy to you know the best of their abilities that's what they can come up with right so it was pretty common Mm-hmm. Um, I guess when you're dealing with things that are so old, it's kind of, you know, difficult to prove, mm. yeah. you know, many things. But so let's get into some examples that are bizarre and well-documented saints yeah. who are known to suffer yeah. from Tell the shit that they did. Because I know that there's a lot of practices that are quite unethical. Oh, and we yeah. We have some pictures here, too. We do. And Jen, do you want to tell us about Catherine of Siena? Oh, yes. I would love oh. to tell you about Catherine of Siena. Oh, Catherine of Siena from 1347 to 1380. Oh, horny. Was known to fast for long periods of time and towards the end of her life when her disease was at its worst. The only food that she consumed was a single host given to her as part of the daily Eucharist. Mark, can you explain to us what a host and the daily Eucharist is? Mark has a lot of experience with this, too. Okay, so the Eucharist. During the Last Supper, when Jesus was having his last supper with his, like, 12 
followers, his disciples. I think he knew he was like, oh, I'm going to die soon and whatever. So it's our last supper. He did something called the Eucharist. So he basically gave them bread and wine and said that, you know, that's his body and blood. Wine was his blood. Yeah. And it was kind of his way of saying like, okay, after I die, you can still celebrate me mm -hmm. or I can still be present in the form of the Eucharist. So it was kind of like a symbolic gesture. So when you go to mass, they have a flat disc or it's bread. Like a, it's like a wafer, right? Yeah, it tastes like cardboard. It does. I've it's never horrible. had one. And it's horrible. They break it up and they like. I always wanted one. They have like the. Um, we can probably buy them. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, you can. You can get them, yeah. like not blessed. Let us know if you want us to yeah. baptize you on Patreon. <laughs> it's like a U line for church supplies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Maybe next episode cool. we'll sit and eat some hosts that are not blessed. That's so but good. During the mass, they like reenact that. So they have like the bread and they have the wine. And after it's blessed, it becomes the blood of Jesus and the wow. body and everyone partakes in eating it. Cannibalism. So it's yes. like, it's like symbolic cannibalism. Yeah. Wow. So she defied orders from her religious superiors to eat, claiming she was too ill to do so. In the month before that she died at the age of 33, she lost the use of her legs and the ability to swallow. So in addition to restricting her food intake, Catherine was known to use insert sticks into her throat in order to activate her gag reflex and induce vomiting, yeah. as someone with bulimia nervosa would do. Wow. So there are some images in this book of... Yes. holy anorexia of yeah. Catherine of Siena. The first one is a portrait of her. It's by um, one of her contemporaries. Mm. The saint allows a devotee to kiss her hand, betraying the sin of vainglory that troubled her throughout life. So you have Catherine of Siena. She's holding what looks like a, like a branch, a, a branch with, flowers. with flowers. And there's like a woman like <laughs> in the corner looking up and just kind of like yeah yes saint, yeah. if you're watching on youtube so like very saint, gently uh, uh, so is is saint catherine putting her fingers in the mouth of this woman she probably would have like bleh. kiss my fingers kiss my um fingers. there's also an image of catherine of siena as she receives a habit from saint dominic as saint francis and augustine look on their offers rejected. Yeah. Mm. So the only thing she was eating was like oh, the yeah, Eucharist. Mm -hmm. And then the really bizarre one that I found was, this is actually Mark's picture when he calls. <laughs> yes, we've decided. Um, so it says, <sighs> Catherine of Siena attempts to obliterate her bodily senses by drinking. Mark, can you tell us what it is? Oh, yes. Um, by drinking a cup of pus, she has squeezed from the cancerous breast sores yeah, of a, a sick and ungrateful and woman, ungrateful woman that, that she's tending to. Yeah, that is correct. And it's her, like, <laughs> in all white, holding a cup. Yeah, she's and holding. And there's, like, white all around her, and there's an old lady uh, in bed, like, yeah. reaching out oh, to her. Oh, yeah, she's oh, reaching. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. So, and um, Catherine looks very displeased so with wait, her. Is it? So this is factual. So she, yes, so there, Catherine factually went to a woman. Did the 
did they know what cancer was back then? Probably not. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Catherine of Siena is actually one of the most documented. They found about four hundred letters, oh, correspondence between her and kings and queens. Wow. Um, so she is very well documented. So, so basically, she squeezed pus from a woman's breast, her and cancerous breast, yeah, and then she would ingest it. Yes. yes. And that, I think, is also part, like, it ties into the weird eating disorder. It's almost like a way of keeping her from eating. What was, okay, I was going to ask, like, what was the purpose of that? I mean, the purpose of that was, I think, you know, uh, part of her miraculous abilities and that she was maybe going to heal this yeah, sick it was person. Like for like a healing purposes. Oh. Yeah, but I think the implication is that it just connects to eating disorder. Like, she sounds fucking dirty. Oh yeah, well, fucking nasty, nasty ass Catherine. Well, exactly. Are people named Catherine who come from religious families named after this saint? I Probably. hope not. I, I have a feeling that's the case. But this picture of Catherine of Siena holding the the pus cup. Yes, is now yeah. Mark's picture when he calls me <laughs> pus cup. That's Jen and I. I'm the cup. (laughs) And I'm the old lady. Yes. (laughs) I mean, and the old woman in the photo, I mean, the depiction of the old woman who um, has cancer is very witch-like. Yeah. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. She's got the witch nose in the picture. Yeah. She's like an old-timey depiction of a witch, and Catherine just looks very displeased with the cancer witch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, there was another one, and we're just going to give you a few examples. Yeah. We're not going to, like, bore everybody yeah. to death, but I do yeah. encourage examples you all, good. yeah, to look Tell us more. To purchase the book of Holy Anorexia. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe Rudolph M. Bell, he works at Rutgers University in New Jersey. Hey, Rudolph. Hey, oh, Rudolph. Shit. So, so why have... don't you tell us about the rest of our examples Okay, here. so we have two. We have Angela of Foligno. Who was known to eat the scabs of the poor. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, she would rip off the scabs and eat them and offer them as like a sacrament to God or some shit. So she would like go up to a poor person and rip their scabs. Essentially. And then eat it? Yeah. Uh, and then we also have Marie of, and I'm going to butcher this. Oh, I don't know what that Ognese. is. Ognese. That's it. I think that's probably the best um, that any of us would ever hope to get. So from 1167 to 1213, reportedly lived as a hermit and wore only white, cut off pieces of her body to expunge her desire. Oh. And both she and Beatrice of Nazareth claimed that not only did the smell of meat make them vomit, but also that the slightest whiff of food would cause their throats to close up entirely. Mm. Now, listen, I'll tell you right now. So I had a really bad migraine yesterday. Mm -hmm. And when I get migraines, like, I throw up. Mm -hmm. Okay? Sorry, Uncle Doug, Aunt Harry, whoever is listening. That's a a thing. So Jerry, God love him, comes up with soup for me and all of this stuff. And I'm like, you didn't have to come up. You didn't have to do this. He's like, Jen, you're going to be my wife. Like, of course I'm going to come up. So 
Anyway, I'm like, I can't eat. I can't <laughs> eat. No, no, no. Like and just the like the fucking smell of the soup. I love matzo ball soup. Listen, yeah. I love a good matzo ball soup. Fuck yeah. But like, as I'm like eating it, he's like, eat. I'm like, Ugh. and I'm crying. I'm like, like I'm going to throw rose. up. I'm going to throw up. And then what happened? I went and threw up. So um, I can I can relate to Marie. Yeah. And yeah. Beatrice. Yeah. I mean, I think that like out of all of these things, you know, I'm sure there probably are some of them who are just like maybe like i don't like that very much yeah. maybe they were vegetarians so many of these women they felt that they possessed at least some measure of spiritual enlightenment from their ascetism they variously said that they felt inebriation with the sacramental wine mm. hunger for god, oh, god and conversely god. that they sat at the delicious banquet of god oh i love it so good so Yummy. it's kind of like what you said earlier about like the bread and the wine mark yeah yeah sitting with god we also have margaret of cortona which i believe there's some images of her in this book too that i saw but she <laughs> believed that she had extended communications with god himself columba of riti believed her spirit tortured the holy land in visions and virtually every one of these women was apparently possessed of some <laughs> level of psychic power risk. Oh, wow. Well, when I was in college, there was this student, and she was completely batshit crazy. She said to a bunch of us that Jesus or God had spoken to her via instant messenger. Mm. And she was a she was a closeted lesbian, and okay. she had a lot of those sort of issues. Yeah. When um, she was on AOL, um, God had instant messaged her to tell her that she was going to be living a life in sin, and oh. she became a nun. So it's funny that you say this because Fucking these nut. women's their exercises in self they in self denial and suffering did yield them a measure of fame and notoriety. Yeah. So it's like <clears throat> kind of like they must have some sort of denial or something about themselves that yeah. they don't like or they don't want to uh, what am i saying yeah like, lesbian yeah well lesbian well, exactly less no less there's, there's people that there's things about themselves that they don't like and they like find a way to put like a facade well uh, in front of that absolutely and i think you bring up a very good point because it is also well documented in the book and different articles that you can find where a lot of these women i know i think like catherine of siena or one of them they essentially didn't want to go into an arranged marriage um there were different things that were being set up for them in that time mm. as women i mean look well, at look at all the issues with women's rights even exactly. now so you can only imagine women fucking had absolutely no fucking rights back then oh no absolutely i mean we're still fighting for abortion rights so like can you fucking imagine what it must right. have been like so and I know a lot of this stuff connects to disorders like anorexia nervosa, yeah. which is not associated with religious fucking craze shit. Mm. But, you know, they kind of do draw those parallels where these are women who were faced with very severe things and they didn't want to marry certain people they were trying to be passed off with. Of course. So have this had. kind of like rebellion like act is like picture like you know, the fucking pussycat hats, mm -hmm. but like in the middle ages. Yeah. Yeah. Know? 
Absolutely. Fucking but, Women's March of the Dark Ages. Yeah. Why are, you, why are they eating a bunch of scabs? I, I know. Mean, I well, know. come on. Like, that's bizarre. I think that, but that that's also really ties into, like, it's all connected somehow. And how, like, with Catherine of Siena, there's an image that mentions, mentions vainglory. Yeah. Or something like that. that. But they also said, too, that they were able to, like, make feasts of crumbs Exude oil from their fingertips. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Heal with their saliva. Yeah. Um, fill barrels with drink out of thin air and lactate even through virginal and malnourished and perform other perform miracles. miracles. Yeah. Yeah. And the practice mm. of anorexia mirabilis faded out during the renaissance which is the rebirth oh yes we love a rebirth moment because that's kind of like the renaissance is when like we come out of the dark ages and that's when people start to kind of like use common sense use common exactly yeah. yeah there you go absolutely it faded out during the renaissance when it began to be seen by the church as heretical mm-hmm. socially dangerous or possibly even satanically inspired it managed to survive in practice until nearly the 20th century when it was overtaken by its more popular known counterpart anorexia nervosa which is what you know the medical i guess uh definition yeah it's that, the medical term yeah absolutely wow yeah. Society. So then how did it translate to society like after the saints, the saints are known? So once we go away from the church. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, a fasting girl was one of the number of young Victorian era girls. They usually were pre-adolescent and claimed to be able to survive over indefinitely long periods of time without consuming any food or other nourishment. In addition to refusing food, fasting girls claim to have special religious or magical powers. Also, they were the ones that were like kind of what? What did you call it? Like, um, like a corset? A corset. Yes. Yeah. They would be like kind of like fastened into corsets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like Titanic. Like yeah. rose. Like rose. So exactly. Tiny waists. Tiny yeah. waists. So there were many examples, you know, over time of mm-hmm. people who essentially were like, oh well. There are these people that are revered and holy and, you know, miraculous and divine. So I think this affected people in the sense of like how like Kate Moss affected people. Well, yeah, heroin chic. Like exactly. That whole Bring that yeah. back. I love the heroin chic look. <laughs> Just, I know. Yeah. I, I'm, listen, I'm, I love body Unpopular posi- opinion. I, I yes. love body positivity, but... Mm-hmm. You know, there's just there is there is something that is kind of eye catching and appealing yeah. about that gaunt. Yes, like like Lan Van. Yeah, well, you know what's so funny? I was it's like, a market. heroin chic. My yeah. mom did not know heroin chic was like. I remember, you said that. was like a thing. a thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, really? Like, yeah. I want to look heroin chic without the heroin. Yeah. You just want to look chic. I want to look chic, but yes. <laughs> like I'm on heroin. So, all right, let's get into some Instead just of heroin, it's diamonds. Oh, so diamonds. You also have... <laughs> gets canceled real fast. <laughs> I'm sorry, you might This will be the one out. that cancels yeah. us. No. So you also have Mary J. Fancher. Fancher. You also have Mary J. or Molly, as she was called, Fancher. From 
1848 to 1916, otherwise known as the Brooklyn Enigma. Yes, Brooklyn Enigma. Extremely well known for her claim of not eating or eating very little for extended periods of time. And then a case that led to a death and arrest was of Sarah Jacob. She was born in 1857 and died in 1869. She was the Welsh fasting girl who claimed not to have eaten any food at all after the age of 10. I was about to say she was only 12 when she died. So after the age of 10. um, A local vicar, who's a priest, for those of you who don't know, initially skeptical, became convinced that the case was authentic and... She enjoyed a long period of publicity during which she received numerous gifts and donations <laughs> from people who believed she was miraculous. Yeah. And then... Hopefully an- it was food. Yeah. Right? <laughs> then we have a case from New Jersey. New Jersey represents... Yeah. Mark's excited. Look. Ah. Lenora Eaton in 1860... I'm sorry, 1881. Hot. Hot for 1881. So reputable citizens in her town promoted her as someone who had lived without eating. And during these times, Eaton was marked as a special person and symbol of faith in the miraculous. When these claims were investigated and doctors were sent to help her, Eaton continued to refuse to eat and died after 45 days. How funny that her last name was Eaton. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I just wanted to basically provide this very bizarre look into something that is very well known. I mean, when you think of something very surface based, right, where, you know, people suffer from eating disorders all the time and you know, something that Mark and I always talk about is that everything kind of somehow connects back to religion. It always does. It and it really, always will. Everything even, negative. T- yes. Thank you. Connects back to thank religion. You. Everything negative does always connect back, back to, yeah, religion. to religion. Absolutely. Whereas, you know, these behaviors, which are people who need treatment or mm-hmm. people who needed mm-hmm. some kind of help, you know, you know, somehow becomes you're this holy divine figure and it's okay to drain a cancerous breast from uh, a woman and drink it and eat scabs and And you're fine because you're i don't know why you're fine but you're fine apparently um and yeah i just think there are many interesting aspects to this and i mean really just drinking cancer pus i mean that's what like don't go do that. Yeah, don't don't do that. Please but don't be Catherine don't of Siena. Don't rip scabs off of people. Don't be a Catherine of Siena. No. Don't be a Mary of Cortona. No, none Please of them. Please don't be a Lenore Eaton. Yeah, Don't absolutely. be, uh, who's the old broad? Mother, don't be a Mother Teresa. None of them. No. She was crusty. She was a terrible person. Well, most of the, honestly. She was really. I'm sorry to say it, but most of these care. holy figures were not, were not the greatest. Listen, it's just terrible. don't do anything to yeah. harm yourself. Yeah. Or others. Or but others. Yeah. Side note, with like the whole Eucharist jazz. Mm. So, you know, at church when they do the, the blood, the, mm-hmm. the, the bread and wine or whatever. Everyone is fucking drinking from the same cup. Yeah. COVID-19. Yeah, okay. 1800s like, yeah, They have like a fancy little towel that they like wipe, but that doesn't get rid of the germs. Well, like the other thing no. too is you see people will take the host and dump it into the wine, but like still people are fucking drinking from it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because so, if you have like a, let's just say there's like a hundred yeah. people in the church. If one person's sick, now all hundred people right. are going to get Exactly. Sick. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Enough with the damn. <sighs> yeah. Enough with the fucking so, shit. So, I mean, what is like your, you guys, like your personal takeaway from this? I mean, are you surprised to hear about some um, of these odd things? No, I'm not or, surprised like, at all. Yeah. Because I think a lot of things stem from religion. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's so fascinating to me too, I mean, obviously don't need to say it again, we're not religious, but you know, it's fascinating because there are many, many like things that these saints did that were actually frowned upon, you know, Mm. even from the church, yet they were still sainted or canonized or whatever the terminology is, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's just very, I don't know. You know, it's weird. They say that one of the signs that you're a saint is if your body doesn't decompose. Oh, really? Yeah. So if they... So if your body doesn't decompose, wow. well, you are that's a saint. Me. Yeah, yes, that is. Weird. What do they dig them up and like, oh, it's been 12 years. Let's see. Wow. wow. Gertrude wow. is Impressive. a skeleton. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and another weird fact too. So every church has like an altar. Mm-hmm. And normally inside of the altar, there will be a relic that belonged to a saint. It could be something like a tooth. A piece of their hair, a piece of bone fragment. A scab? A scab, scab. probably. It could be. um, (laughs) Pus? Pus, pus, absolutely. So if you ever see a a priest, like, kiss the altar, they're normally kissing the area where that relic is. Can we go to the one that has something from Catherine and we can worship there? We'll go, yeah, let's go look it up and find out where in the world that is. Yeah. Probably somewhere in Italy. Probably, right? Catherine of Siena, yeah. Yeah. This book also looks like something that, like, one would use with, like, writing, like, their, like, thesis. Yes. In grad school or doing some, like, you know, research for their PhD. Yeah, Mm -hmm. most definitely. Most definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I hope, you know, part of your takeaway is that, you know, every terrible thing has existed for so long and something called holy anorexia or anorexia mirabilis can be connected to what we consider your regular modern day eating disorder. Yeah. Yeah. So the saints had eating disorders. Fun facts. Fun facts. Enjoy. Well, uh, is there anything else that we need to add? We would like to add. I would like to add that you need to follow us on Instagram at Bizarre Buffet. Facebook at Bizarre Buffet. And if you are inclined to Give us a little donation. Yeah. Just as the, the church would ask Just for. You should tithe. You tithe, yeah. Follow us on patreon.com slash bizarre buffet for some yeah. fun content. Oh my God, so fun. We expect you to provide us with 20% of your income. Yes, yes. 20 because we're more religious and yeah. we're not we're not eating scabs. No. Not today. Not today, mm-hmm. Satan. Yeah, not today, Satan. Also, we do have a YouTube uh, channel. We do, so for you, those of you listening. So, we, so you can actually record. see our bride's beaches. Yes. Fucking bride's yeah. beaches. Cups. Oh, coming our, soon, bitch. engagement <laughs> ring. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Shut up. We're here. We're, We're here. here. We're, We're queer. And ready to cheer. Oh, God. Catherine of Siena, bless you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so um, I guess with uh, all of that being said, support us. Love us. Uh, we love you. Yeah. Um, God bless. May Catherine of Siena be with you always. Don't let your breasts um, be exposed near her. <laughs> um, and until next time. <clears throat> Yeah, and until next time, I am the cancerous breast, the Catherine of Siena squeezed. And I am an eaten scab. Oh my God, so good. 
And I am a undecomposed body. Oh, you're a saint. You're a saint. Oh, we knew it. We knew there had to be something. Well, all right. Bye, kids. Bye, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Don't eat scabs.